Welcome to Priestesses Prescribe, a fresh new take on a spiritual wellness podcast. Join us, Erica of Boss Bruja and Alex of High Priestess of Brooklyn, as we blend astrological advice and holistic wellness through the lens of tarot for our new and full moon forecasts. We'll also bring your deeper dives into topics like what the hell happens during a Saturn return, and how to properly cleanse your space. Now, let's get spiritual. Hello, everyone. Hello. It is a new moon time, new moon in Virgo, this upcoming September 17th. Exciting times. Extremely exciting. Not only is it exciting, but there's also just this energy of like high vibrational pulling and gravitational groundedness, if that even makes sense. It does. Yeah. I'm happy you get that. <laughs> like, obviously I, <laughs> yeah, you, but for those who may not understand what that means, it's literally like floating, but also floating with this, this energy of conviction and power and control which is like weird and oxymoronic, but very fitting for this new moon. That is so perfect to set the scene astrologically. So it's funny because even though you're not an astrologer, this indicates how much the planets do have a pull over us. And if you really are tapped in and thinking about how do I feel today, every day, you can actually pick up on the energy that's happening in the cosmos, which is so cool. So I just love that that's how you're feeling because the new moon in Virgo, you might recognize, Hey, you know, it's also Virgo season. So the new moon is meeting up with the sun in Virgo right now. That's definitely like double the pleasure when it comes to Virgo energy. Erica explained that energy of being organized, having a pull, having a focus, having control over what's happening in your life and the direction that you're going. Given that this is such a topsy-turvy year, the loss of control is something that I think many people have been grappling with. But if you feel like you're starting to regain some of that control, that is because there is some astrological connections with, of course, other planets. And there's a trine with planets in Capricorn during this new moon as well. So Saturn, Jupiter, and Pluto are all in Capricorn. Saturn is the one that I want to focus on. That is the planet of structure. That is the planet of rules and, again, like organization, but in a much larger sense, more like systems, functionality, setting things up. We're going to, at some point in the future, I know we've been teasing this a lot, going to talk about your Saturn return. But until we do, just ruminate on that a Saturn return has something to do with structural changes in your life. So anytime Saturn is brought up, and particularly Saturn in Capricorn, which Saturn is the ruler of Capricorn. We're talking about it's in its home base. Saturn is very happy in that spot and very happy to be with another Earth sign because they really can talk to each other and understand each other. This is a new perspective, new moon on 
something or numerous things, potentially your whole life, that you've been working to build this year. Think about any commitments you've been making, anything that you're setting yourself up for long-term. You have potentially been running into blocks because of a lot of the astrological connections here, but you've been pushing forward, you've been determined. If you know a Capricorn, you know, and I'm wearing my Capricorn little pendant because I have a Capricorn rising, determined. You're gonna be consistently put up against challenges in this lifetime and Capricorns don't see that as a sign to stop. They see it as an obstacle that they can move around and figure out and strategize. So this is a time to really gain some new clarity and again, new perspective on an existing structural thing in your life. There's also some tension with Mercury. Mercury is going to go into dreaded retrograde <laughs> um, October, November. Okay, it's not, it's not the end of the world, but Mercury is also the ruler of Virgo. So I do want to bring it up here. If you are getting the new perspective, but you're having trouble verbalizing it, or you potentially are feeling a little bit of anxiety around what that means in your life, of course, change is not the easiest. I personally love change, mainly because I hate the anxiety leading up to the change. And we all have that on some level, right? So in the change, because I've anticipated it for so long, sometimes I feel much more comfortable and at ease. If that's happening for you, that just know that that's somewhat normal, not only for change in your life, but also with this Mercury placement as well. It's an opportunity to reinvigorate a goal that you've been working on. And I think the prescription here from an astrological sense is to really ruminate on what that is. And it's usually a much larger thing in your life. It could be a home, it could be moving, it could be, you know, setting up a new work style for yourself, a new job, a new business. So think about what that means to you. I love that. As Alex gave the astrological perspective, I was pulling some very interesting cards. Alex is going to laugh when I reveal the very first one because we just spoke about this one during our strategy session sometime this week. And I hope that she's prepared to give you her interpretation of this card because her airy and earthly side has such a phenomenal perspective on this card in particular. But before we even get into that, I just want to share that I'm also going to be pulling some oracle cards, which are like themes, theme cards who just tap into the overarching energy of this new moon. So the first card that came is guilt guilt. And it says, I release any beliefs that no longer assist in my soul's growth, right? And the word that resonates the most with me in that sentence is this idea of releasing. When people talk about guilt, I, I don't know what mentor said this to me, but they said that guilt is a wasted emotion. Literally, it's a wasted emotion because you can't do anything. You can't do anything really with it, but let it go. So releasing, letting go of any guilt that may be coming up during this time and allowing it to sort of fall by the wayside because that's exactly where it should be. And the second card that revealed itself is grief. And it says, I understand that losing something is an opportunity to appreciate it. And I think that's such a beautiful 
such a beautiful sentence and a very rare way of looking at grief and mourning, especially when we are in that moment of, of sadness and purging and doing our best to heal. And just from a visual perspective, both of these cards are very bright and orange. So if anyone is trying to focus on their lower chakra system, so whether it's their root or their sacral, this is a really perfect time to focus on those two areas and focus on that stomach region and how these ideas of, of grief and guilt and or the inability to let go, how that is actually coming up and feeling in your body, okay? And now let us move on to the actual tarot cards for today or for this new moon rather. And the first card that revealed itself is the Eight of Wands. And the Eight of Wands typically is a card that talks about this idea of fast movement, very fast paced energy, action, rapid speed. So what I will say in reference to this idea of speed. I'm actually, something in me is telling you that although a lot may be happening around you and you might feel this urge to move at a very, very fast pace, I actually want you to take a step back. Sometimes when we have to make a very important decision, we tend to act fast and then what do we have? Regret. And then what do we have? Guilt. And then what do we have after that? Grief, right? But if we just take some time to sit with whatever the concern is, the problem, the transition, it actually gives us time to develop a decision that is rooted in wisdom and rooted in, in peace. You would rather take a day to sit on a decision than make a quick, rapid choice and then fester over it and the bad decisions that you made. Just be okay with sitting be okay with allowing yourself to not move as fast as everything else is ha that is happening around you and find peace with the truth of whatever the situation is. The next card that is here is the strength card. And for those who may not know what this card looks like, it's typically an image of a, of a woman who is, looks as if she's taming a lion or taming some kind of wild animal. And what I love about this card, it really just talks about strength from a perspective of humility almost. Because when we think of a lion tamer, we don't think of someone that can tame a lion as a more feminine air, right? When we think about the, the, a circus or, or the ringleader, it's typically very like macho, male-centered energy. You know, I hate to go with the binary perspective, but just for the imagery and the visualizing perspective. So what it really talks about is this idea of tapping into strength where we typically don't see it, right? Where you typically may not know that strength actually is. So for this idea of strength and a lion, right? In this time, I know that I'm, I'm having to make some very harsh personal decisions and this idea of like letting go and releasing. And I realized that I'm tapping into the energy of meditation during this time. And most people wouldn't think that you would find strength in meditation. Meditation is supposed to be a space where you find peace and calm energy, but you can actually find strength through the stillness, through the messages, through the sensations in your body, which can sometimes feel like fire, fiery energy, action-oriented energy. So just be okay with looking at strength and the source of strength from a very different perspective. It doesn't have to come from this idea of, of working out, 
right? And bench pressing. It doesn't have to come from this idea of just like this like harsh energy. There's, there's also strength in, in calm and peace and stillness. And for the last card, we have the justice card. And I'm actually going to send this card to Alex because I know that she has a very amazing perspective on the justice card that I know all of you would appreciate. I'll take that one. I do want to talk to you really quickly about what you just said. So guilt, the eight of wands, the strength card, particularly with guilt, I actually am feeling that right now myself. And I was listening to a podcast yesterday about actually drilling down into guilt, which is most often a root of fear and fear of being judged, fear of what would happen if someone were to find out whatever you're feeling guilty about, or you feel like you've handled something incorrectly. Like a lot of times, if you drill down into that, that's fear. And I I think about fear and then rooting into strength with the strength card and actually facing that fear, that guilt head on, letting it go taming that beast, which can really be our own minds so many times. And when you're talking about meditation, I think meditation is literally taming. They call it the monkey mind, but that's taming this beast that can really ultimately take you down without having ever encountered anybody else. It's really something that you are encountering in yourself. So I also think about the tie to Virgo in that sense, like Virgos can rule by Mercury. I'm a Gemini also ruled by Mercury. We can be our own worst enemies sometimes. And I think a Virgo in their detriment can take things really, really hard. They're so critical and self-critical. And that can be the detriment of that anxiety feeling, like feeling like, God, what am I going to do? So if that is what you're feeling with some of you know, what's going on astrologically too, that's also totally normal. Like I'm, I'm also feeling it. So without getting, you know, deeper into what that situation is, I'll just say that really totally resonated with me. So I'm not really surprised. And then the justice card. So yes, we were talking about this the other day. The justice card is an interesting one. And I think it, so the connotation astrologically is with Libra the justice card has an airy quality to it. Like Erica said, given that it is an air sign that it's connotated with a Libra is able to see. And in the justice card, we're able to see both sides of a situation. I always think about the courtroom when it comes to the justice card and you're really getting all the facts out there, but there are two sides. There's three sides to every story, yours, mine, and the truth. And Ultimately, the justice card is about getting to the truth of the matter with all the facts that lay in front of you and making a call. And oftentimes, the justice card can mean making a difficult call, which in Libra's detriment, they often will avoid doing because they can see both sides of every situation and they don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable. They're trying to make a harmonious balance between two sides. And ultimately, Not every situation can be dealt with like that. And ultimately, if in the justice system, we never ruled on anything, then there would be hundreds, thousands of empty cases or unanswered, unsolved 
cases, so to speak. And I don't want to go too far into like the justice system because in the US, I think we know that it's very flawed. And that's the other aspect of the justice card. Like, especially when it comes through reverse, it's like you may make the wrong call, but ultimately not making a call is going to result in a detriment as well. So it's thinking about making a call with all the information that lay ahead of you, even if that means it's not going to work for everyone in the situation. There's winners and losers. Yeah, totally. And even with this idea of justice, something about time just keeps coming up for me. Time, taking your time, taking your time, taking your time. I want to make sure that I emphasize this idea of just because things are happening around you doesn't mean that you need to move. If there's no pressure in the sense of, you know, rather time is a construct and that's something that most of us know, right? Ultimately, pressure comes from this idea of time. But if we remove the time, we give ourselves the ability to make sound decisions, make decisions that not only will benefit ourselves, but the collective. And then from there, hopefully reduce this idea of guilt and reduce this idea of grief. But just the way that Alex said, sometimes, you know, you have to make a decision and the decision that you made ultimately just know in your spirit that it was the best one for you, right? And if guilt or grief comes up, be able to have enough compassion with yourself to gently release it and gently shift that perspective to a lesson learned and that you've acquired a new level of wisdom that you can now apply to the next decision-making time, okay? So my prescription for this new moon really comes from, you know, the gut, literally, and releasing. So I would recommend everyone have some form of a detox whether that be a smoothie, a liquid, you decide that you're going to fast from alcohol, but this is just a really great time to focus in and hone in on the stomach, hone in on the lower chakra centers and give your system the time and the ability to release, release anything that's no longer serving it, release guilt, release grief, release the pressure of time allow your body to come back into a place of equilibrium, like the Libra scales, right? And Alex and I created some really amazing detox recipes in the form of smoothies and detox waters and a tea for you to try. But this is just a great time. It's a new season for those listeners who are of, you know, Latin and Caribbean descent. Typically in a, in a new season, we always have some form of detox, whether it's like an enema. Uh, our parents always told us like school is starting. Now it's time for you to, you know, drink this tea and cleanse yourself. So we're sort of used to doing this at this time, but from a collective standpoint, this is just a really great season and moon to focus on releasing first of all i'm so excited to try these secondly this is so perfect because so i don't know if everyone knows this but i'm just gonna back up really quick it every sign rules a different part of your body so the virgo ruled areas are the pancreas small intestine colon and the digestive tract so absolutely perfect for this. I would also say that what we've put together is naturally going to restore 
your gut health, which is super important. Actually, your gut health is more important for your mental health than most people realize. Everything's connected. So even if you want to start here and then maybe go further with a probiotic, I take one every day. I don't know that you need to take one every day, but you'll figure out what that looks like. I personally have been traveling and my gut health, I'm sure most people experience this as well, gets all wonky. And I mean that and like, I don't always poop at the same time. And like, that makes me really irritable. And I don't realize that I'm like off my routine, you know, like Virgo also is the ruler of routines. And like this, during this season in particular, like if something goes wrong, you know, it has a little bit more of a detriment than potentially in any other season. And yeah, it's like back to school. You want to feel your best, all of the things. I mean, we're back to school, like virtually basically, but I just think that's interesting that we're literally always on the same page, but that there's so many different connections with all of these different modalities. And I think that's, you know, bringing the point home. That's why we even started this podcast, because there's so many connections here that are important for everyone to experience. Thank you for that, Alex. Probiotics, antioxidants, and any anti-inflammatory, this is a time. Feel free to add in any kind of like herbal preferences. But yeah, cleansing yourself is just super important right now. And I'm not even traveling and I'm having some gut issues. I haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> you know, and, and I'm I'm also feeling it. So yeah, definitely release, 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 release from the gut, release from the mind, release from the spirit and from the soul. Hundred percent. As always, such a pleasure to be with you, Erica, and you all. We're so grateful for your listens, your subscribes, your shares. Share this with someone who needs to release guilt or fear or anxiety or just literally they need to poop. Send it over. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) This is for everyone. Everybody poops. Okay. Well, see you next time. Next time. Bye.